Black Girl Roundtable. Oh, Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day that you have made. Mm. We thank you for our health, for being gainfully employed, and for the continued health of our families. And specifically on this day, Lord, we thank you for the announcement of the Beyonce Renaissance Tour. And we ask, well, we thank you first that we were all able to secure our place or secure our registration for the pre-sale. And now we ask that you make a way as you always do for us to get tickets to see Beyonce Giselle Mills Carter. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Man, Lord, if no one can make a way, I know it's you. Mm -hmm. Ooh, I felt I felt power now. We're gonna get some tickets. It's not the diamonds. Ding, 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 ding. (laughs) That's the organ. Not the prayer. (laughs) I'm that girl. No, when I hear, I can just I'm just envisioning. The stage going up and just hearing these motherfuckers say, stop this. I'm going to oh, shit out. in my pants. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I'm going to start. I'm going to be like that girl. Remember that clip from American Idol back in the day? That little girl who's in there crying. No, that is a fact. <laughs> I'm going to be in there sobbing. Sobbing? Literally. Ooh, oh my man. God. I'm gonna have to like really cut back on the liquids because yeah, no, I'm like I have and you know we must have a strategy for this like you know we got first of all I'm actually going to get to the stadium we're going to get to the stadium this time like earlier than we did last time okay listen no 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 and this is a great way to open up our Black History Month episode because the reason we didn't get to our seats in a decent amount of time was racism because yes. Asha had. It was a weird ticket situation, but everybody was where they were supposed to be. Everybody had good seats. I should have floor seats, and we had box, box seats with a connect. Shout out. Um, but they didn't think that the tickets that we had were the tickets that we had. And so they kept sending us everywhere all around the fucking world. And it was like, no, we are, we have box seats. We gotta get to the box. She has floor seats. She gotta get to the flow. Right. I'm like, uh, yeah, no, I really do have floor seats. I really do have floor seats. So please let me through, for the love of God. Um, so you know, we've grown since mm-hmm. 2018. I think we can get there one time. And also, we didn't we didn't miss Beyonce. We only missed, unfortunately, Chloe and Hallie for a piece. We heard them, mm-hmm. but we didn't really get a chance to, like, see them. We're right. like, thank you, good night! <laughs> we were like, oh, okay. Okay. And we missed DJ Khaled, which was fine. Yeah. Which, you know, I didn't mind. But, um... Saying that all to say, because I need to get my merch like before, the, like I want to get my merch immediately. I need to get, I need to go to the bathroom just because I don't want to pee on myself. Basically, <laughs> I was trying to find a better way to say that and not be so like gross, but like I don't, I don't want to. We all was thinking it. It's okay. <laughs> Listen, I just gotta make sure I am ready. Again, what's that, Denzel? We will be perfect in all areas. <laughs> okay, outfit will be on point. We will hydrate ourselves well the day before and the morning of. Go to our ba- do our bathroom before. We will actually have- eat. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. You may have one beverage at the venue, yes. one alcoholic beverage, followed up swiftly by some water. Mm-hmm. And if you must do an edible, we will definitely be fully prepared. Yes. Ain't no sleeping. Ain't no, I'm tired. Ain't no, you better, flip, you better flip in that corner and get back to it. Right. Look, you got to let it settle. You go ahead and do what you got to do. Yeah. I'm going to be over here. Right. Don't die. I'm going to be over here. Right. And that's be my advice to you. Don't die. Anyways. I love a good time. I love a good edible. I love a <laughs> No. No. <laughs> Look, you over there. Go ahead. No. No. Listen. Like Beyonce said, this gonna be a sober event. Don't need drugs for some freak shit. I'm I, I don't. All the I time. don't be. I don't. For the freak shit, I'm I will be. be as, I will be as sober as I was the day I was born at this yes. concert because I need to remember it all. Sober and pure. Okay, <laughs> but I know I might be, do me a little bit of an Eddie, just a little bit, just, just a little, little one. Woo! I'm trying to look like her when she was at the on the run tour that year. She lit. This was having a great time. <laughs> I, maybe just to ease my nerves, because I think my anxiety is going to be so high. Yeah, my heart is going to be like this. And mind you, we're saying this. We don't have tickets yet, but we're going to speak into existence, and we, we just right. keep speaking into existence. Yes, we, so we just keep asking Beyonce just to be just to be kind. <laughs> Please, Listen, I got my I got my fan just for the concert. So when she hits right. that yada 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 boom boom ka ka, I can snap with everybody else. Where's my freaking fan? I have it somewhere here because I literally took it out for when I listened to Heated. Cause I'm bringing my fan to Heated and I, first of all, I have all the, sla- the fan snaps memorized. And uh, that's gonna, no, that's gonna shift the atmosphere. It's gonna shift something in the universe. Let me tell you that Heated Live it's going to be you before Heated Live and you after Heated Live. Where will you be? Because I'm telling you, as soon as I hear that, doo, 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 doo. I am turning into an 80s pop locker. And <laughs> y'all get so. I'm going to be rerun on the. Yes. Let me pull out my Adidas sweatsuit. Right. Because I don't care. I'm crump. I'm crump. I'm Wu Tanging. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> like, what? Right. I'm going to be Wu-Tang that jersey. <laughs> and I was, um, shout out to Paul. Hey, Father Paul. Hey, Paul. Um, I was asking, he um, had posted something about the Renaissance uh, layout of like the field. Mm-hmm. And so I was asking, I was like, well, what's the club Renaissance set up? Because I would love to be there um, because I know it's going to be a good time. But I'm old, I'm getting into my elderly years, and I would like a chair. Like, I need to be able to sit down if the situation calls for it. And so he was like, that's probably going to be standing room only. So it's like, man, like, I would love to be in that area, but goddamn, I'm going to chair. Right. It's just going to be that plus the, the I'm sure Chloe's going to be her opening act and probably somebody else. Like, that's a long ass time. That's a long time, yeah. I'm excited. <laughs> Me too. Well, hello, everybody. I'm Dana. Damn. I'm Jelena. And I'm Asha. And we are so sorry for not introducing ourselves earlier. But <laughs> if you are not new here, you know how it goes. If you are new here, this is an, an unofficial Beyonce stand podcast, also known as Wacker Roundtable. Or official, you know, Beyonce, where, however you deem fit. Listen. Right. If you just want to slide a couple of press passes our way. Please. You know all of the coverage will be positive. Right. You won't Not hear that it. you need it. 
but I will, I love, I'm loving this trend on TikTok right now and on um, Twitter where like they're making up these like crazy allegations. So people are like, oh, yeah. oh, chicken. they're like, um, I heard she comes like three hours late and all she does on stage is hand y'all the mic and then she leaves with an attitude. Don't buy tickets. And then it's like, so like, so that, you know, I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. I heard that too. And I also heard that if you're going to, if you're going to, uh, Landover, I want you to know you're gonna get you gonna get jumped right at the stadium, so don't go because it's dangerous. <laughs> Listen, I'm just telling everybody as soon as you get to the gate, <laughs> they're gonna make you sing something start to finish from writings on the wall. <laughs> and if you ain't and if you miss one lyric, they're giving your ticket to somebody else. I need I want I want my real my real Yonce fans. Right. I want to know what your favorite song on the gift was mm. a lot of y'all someone you didn't like the gift you didn't do this you did she gonna she gonna it's gonna be some the gift in there as well i want y'all to know it's gonna there be absolutely some, is it's gonna be some okay. so you weren't feeling Brown the gift. Skin girl we're gonna get that a little bit of that live and a sprinkler if, if beyonce if you want to hit my power real quick for me for me you for me now do what you want to do, girl. I'm sure whatever you got planned is, is right. more than I could cook up in this little in this mere, you know, peasant brain of mine. Right. Now I look, Beyonce, your mind is far greater than mine. I'm just thinking, right? If we mixed up my power with energy, Ooh, like that would create I would vomit. <laughs> <laughs> when I tell you, I would somehow the top in the air would make me from just the energy would make us all superheroes. You ever been somewhere like I gotta calm down? Like it's gonna be one of those. Things. Yes, yes. I'm I gotta. Gonna, get- I'm gonna be like that girl when John Cruz was at those things and just be screaming. Yes. <laughs> I will. Every black girl ancestor in me will simply just rise. Mm-hmm. Its final form of power. Just go, mm-hmm. oh! I, gotta, I, I gotta take a breath. I will pass out after that. After all that, I'm gonna literally just be leave me here on the stand on the stadium floor. Be Don't out there me. with my brown paper bag. She's gonna be like, "You're good. I'm I'm fine." Right. Continue with it. So I catch my breath. I ooh. yeah. There's, there, ooh, I can just yeah. It's gonna be the toy. Wow. The tour to end all tours. I'm so excited. Mm. I'm so excited. I'm yes, so excited. And, you know, I, I would say I feel bad for those of you who are being bamboozled by these fake ticket prices, but if that deters even like 3% of you, good for me. I was going to put it on Klarna anyways. <laughs> <laughs> you know, ticket, um, whatchamacallit, ticket, uh, Ticketmaster does afterpay. They do have to pay two, and I think there's even more payments. Isn't that like like eight or something like that, or is it still four? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a nice yeah. little chunk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got some room. So yeah, I'm gonna be a. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna act a plum fool. <laughs> Everybody know your Beyonce budget. Yeah, be ready to spend it all. I'm ready. I'm ready to go. Me too. Well, I'm sure we will have plenty more to say as more news comes out about the Renaissance tour. And please keep us in y'all prayers uh, because if you have listened to the show, 
last year and early this year, you know, this album means so much to the three of us. Ooh, baby. No, let me tell you, when Church Girl, okay, last one, when Church Girl comes (laughs) on, you better hope I don't pull a little mama and hop on that damn (laughs) stage. You know, also, I'm telling you, (laughs) no, for real. You better hope I don't have to wait up. For real. You better, let me tell you, the spirit, I'm going to do a church run across the stage. Kick my shoes off. Yes. It's just be Jesus. (laughs) Break my tambourine, dropping like a thotty, dropping like a thotty. Okay, like a thotty. Uh, and honestly, I, I sound so dramatic right now, and I'm literally only for Beyonce. I never feel this way about anybody else. Nope. When Alien Superstar comes on, I know something oh. beautiful and intergalactic is gonna happen, and I'm going to cry. I'm gonna yeah. escape. I'm gonna. I can. I'm gonna. Oh, I'm gonna do my feet. <laughs> from the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Unicorn is the uniform you put on. Eyes like you when you put on. I when I perform. Which is, we just reaching up to the solar systems, we flying up, oh. the bush that we fly. I'm going to literally <laughs> elevate right. from the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, superstar, and just, uh, just, just dump my shit, Casanova. <laughs> <laughs> I will literally, someone put a harness on me and just like lift me up. Raise me. Oh my gosh. Cross arms and everything. I have risen. Do you hear me? I'm here. I am here. And if you didn't like the Renaissance album, if you was one of those people like, I didn't really like it. I don't want to see you at this tour. You bet not be in the queue. And if you're a reseller, you're a fucking hoe. And if you're a reseller, I just want you to know that... Let me tell you who are real Beyonce fans. Like real, real Beyonce fans, witches. You better hope they don't put no hex on you. So okay. The the brute the, the, the voodoo girls, my my voodoo girls, hoodoo girls. If you're out there, shout out to y'all. All my um my brujaha girls. I know y'all out there. Okay. If you do though, get them resellers, y'all. Get them okay. right. That's all I'm gonna say. Because I'm ready for them to go, okay? Right. They better hope that hell has ice water because that's right. exactly where you're going. Speaking of, let me tell you, I didn't know what would be so bipartisan as in t- as ticket sales would be because you Congress know what is as I never seen Congress as like locked in together as when that Ticketmaster stuff happened at the Taylor Swift concert and before the Beyonce concert happened. They're like, oh no, we not doing this again. <laughs> She had Senate and con- she had Congress talking about some. We need to do something with Ticketmaster here because you that violated two groups of people. Listen, you got the Hive and you got the Swifties, and y'all yeah. real lucky that what's his face? What were them little K-pop boys? BTS mm-hmm. and go on tour because if they was on tour, listen, shut Harry Styles, hell no, right? And you better be glad that the Bad Bunny girls. Oh yeah. Are- it's a rap for yeah, all talk of us. about a fan base i'm kind of legitly scared of yeah like they I don't they know those are. names but you have my my full <laughs> my respect. full respect because y- y'all go hard for that man you show <laughs> rightfully so rightfully so y'all go hard for that man 
y'all show up and show out for Bad Bunny. I love to see it. The rabbits. That's what we gonna call y'all. Yes. The low, what did we low. call scissors, scissors fans last time? Scissors. What did she call the scissors? The scissors. Y'all should have fought harder for her because her tickets are still on sale and them shits in the back are still two hundred fifty dollars. Oh god, oh, we're so excited. We're so excited. Mm. All right, let's move on because we will. It's been eighteen minutes. Oh my god. Um. Okay, so we are going to keep trucking right results. along. Well deserved. Um, somewhat related, but you know, we'll give the disclaimer officially. Um, it is February first today, the day of recording. Um, or February second, excuse me. Okay, and right. Um. And time is an illusion. Um, And as you guys are listening to this, um, we will be well into Black History Month. So we will always, um, as always, we would like to start off by saying happy Black History Month to our people. And, you know, here's your, not your get out of jail free card, but you know, you got a little extra room this month. So use it up while you can. Mm -hmm. Um, So starting off, we wanted to make sure our what's trending kind of tied into some things that are going into the Black community. Um, And specifically, um, we wanted to talk about um, one of our schools in the HBCU family, Bethune-Cookman, and some of the controversy that has been going on there. A couple weeks ago, students of Bethune-Cookman University took to um, their uh, campus, um, did not attend classes in protest of Ed Reed um, not uh, having his contract um, ratified or confirmed by Bethune-Cookman University. Ed Reed is a former professional football player. He used to play for University of Miami, I believe, and has a close relationship with former NFL player turned college football coach Deion Sanders. Deion Sanders famously went to play at Jackson State University or went on to coach rather at Jackson State University before recently announcing his resignation to go over to um, a university in Colorado. This news about Ed Reed has come with a lot of mixed feelings, a lot of mixed um, feedback. And the students' protests were not only about Reed not being hired, but also about some complaints about the campus, the facilities, and the resources available to them as students of Bethune-Cookman. I think it's also important for us to note before we kind of dig into our conversation that Bethune-Cookman has been impacted by the last two hurricanes that have hit the state of Florida. And so the campus has taken a lot of physical toll um, and financial resources um, are not provided to them in the same way as other state institutions because they are a private HBCU. So a lot of information, a lot of things to kind of sift through there. Um, With all of that info, how do we feel about kind of just some of this conversation surrounding like HBCU football, coaches like Ed Reed and Deion Sanders who never attended HBCUs now kind of coming into the fold and kind of just some of the student complaints in general. So um, in terms of them not going to HBCUs as their primary school, I don't mind professors and coaches coming from PWIs and teaching at HBCUs, um, given that they, of course, do their research and they understand the significance, um, the history, um, the importance and the value of HBCUs and don't see it as like a charity case, right? You're going to a prestigious school to teach just like you would at any other school. Um, and you should treat it as such and even with more gravity because it is a prestigious school um, made up of and from your people, right? So there's that. Um, with that being said, I think 
and I've heard this this opinion before and I'm kind of ad adopting it and saying that um these NFL these former NFL players um if you can get them great but again my sentiment stands with like the last piece they have to understand the value of that school and of that history um with that being said I think there's still also value in hiring people who are just as skilled who did go to HBCUs um a lot of times like I'm not saying that Deion Sanders um or um ed reed are not good head coaches um they obviously like obviously deon sanders was he did a very good job when he was at jackson state but i generally i generally do feel again i'm not no sports commentator or know much about sports but i have a good feeling that there are men who can coach at the same caliber you know what i'm saying um, and I think sometimes we, because we don't get the resources that we deserve, um, sometimes that impacts, that, that would impact any university's performance um, on any level. Um, and I think we need to keep that in mind as well. Well, in terms of this every situation, Bethune-Cookman is a private institution, um, but still it comes down to resources and do I think Ed, you know, I don't know Ed Reed in terms of being a coach or anything like that, obviously, but um, I understand what the students are saying. Uh, at the same time, I think that like we are looking so much at celebrity and not so much as resources. Mm -hmm. and, and what value they really bring. Agreed. Yes. And if they're temporary, like Deion Sanders, as you can see now, was very much temporary. I, I agree with that. <clears throat> like, and unfortunately, like when they said he was going to be head coach, I kind of seen it as a temporary thing too, just based off of who he is. Absolutely. Like, and that's that's sad to say, but it's just the comp, like the commentary surrounding all of it is pretty much like um, I was talking to you guys about it before with like Shannon Sharp and all that, mm -hmm. pretty much saying like y'all should have been y'all should be happy <clears throat> that you got this bare minimum, like these two years, y'all be happy you even got that. And I'm just like, why? Why do? Why is the rhetoric that we should just take the scraps and be happy that we got exactly scraps? Like, mm -hmm. no. As a felt like as a black person, and for Shannon Sharp, as someone who attended an HBCU, why do you even yep. feel that way? Like, mm -hmm. that is beyond me. And for me, I don't even think you have to have gone to an HBCU to get the sentiment behind it. Like, you're black, and for y'all, y'all older and black. Like, be, let's be real yeah <laughs> like like really think about what this means like you are literally giving a school who probably did not have any type of exposure to you know national notoriety think about the platform you are giving to these people and others you know around the country like it's bigger than you in this career you don't you don't need this career you don't like you don't it's right. bigger than you but these students need this opportunity. They, they, exactly. They need this. Yep. So it's just like, really think about that. And then, like you said, as far as I'm questioning the resources of girl, I'm questioning them too. But they do, it's like I said, it's bigger than all of that. It's bigger than the athletics department. And they really need to exactly get their act together. And as far it as is. being a head coach and you a damn millionaire, you need to be investing your own self. That fucking part. Yes. Like, let's not, let, let's stop acting like he a regular person. Like, you got money. You could have been 
doing some stuff too. Could have been. I digress. <clears throat> it's it's really hard. Um, and like Jelena, Asha, you guys know I felt really strongly about this. I kind of you know texted in our group chat that I really wanted mm-hmm. to talk about this week because I, I work in education. I've worked in education in the state of Florida um, for a couple years now, um, and it's there's there's a couple parts to this and i'm gonna try and break it down as concisely as i can um but my biggest issue with anybody i don't care who you are i don't care what you did professionally i don't care where you went to school is when people do things that are harmful to students um and another level to that is when people try to shroud a love or an interest of students into their own personal agenda as an HBCU grad, I take very severe offense to the rhetoric that you are now developing and spreading about HBCUs because you see these institutions, or at least it seems as if you see these institutions as stepping stones. HBCUs are not stepping stones. They are not springboards for your career. And it's disrespectful for you to have used Jackson State as this big media storm and then to leave them two years later and take a lot of those that top talent that you recruited there with you. Um, same thing for Ed Reed. You know, Ed Reed went to University of Miami. Don't know much about his professional career or his collegiate career, but you being an NFL player does not entitle you to a head coach job at an HBCU just because you feel like it's a lesser than program. Um, I'm also very doubtful of the commentary that was made at the about the facility, not that it wasn't up to par, but why did you accept this coaching job or have a contract damn near, you know, um, solidified if you hadn't reviewed the facilities? Exactly. And if you didn't, then that, and if you hadn't, to me, that makes me, that to me there shows that you are not qualified to be a head coach. If you were about to take a job and had not looked at the facilities for your players, you're not qualified. Um, So to the people of the football world, to the people of the athletics world, I could give a damn about sports. I know sports programs bring money into universities. I'm not blind to that. And I do think that the investment in HBCU football programs could bring a lot more money to the universities. I will not doubt that in at any stretch of the imagination, but I don't like the, the anti-black rhetoric that y'all spread with that. To the students, I will say your concerns are valid. Protest, protest, protest. I think you're absolutely entitled to do so, but, um, you know, just be mindful of who you align yourself with. Um, and it's it's not a good idea to to align your, your cause with somebody who is not for you. Um, and that's hard to sift out and to determine at, you know, 18, 19, 20, but just, just try to be more cognizant of it would be my recommendation to, to students at Bethune and any other institution. From the outside looking in, I can see how you're like, this isn't fair, we wanted this opportunity as well. Mm-hmm. I completely understand that. Um, but at the same time, again, like w- really delve into who you're protesting for. Why? And if that person, like, and again, they may, you know, he may have. But also look into like, are they using your school as just an opportunity? And of course, everything's an opportunity. We don't, you don't get a job just for the love of it, right? You need to get paid. Right. You need to get paid adequate, adequately. You want, you want, if you come to a certain status, you want certain things. But if you're 
intentions are one thing and then you, you your actions are another that's where I get come into pause um and to like rag on like the institution's funding or in terms of just like your your uh gym room and the training room like if you understand the history of it and you want to be the change be the change like and that but and that comes with the job and if you if you want that job but don't try to make it as seem as though it was a, it was the admins or the 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 board's fault as to why you didn't take that job mm-hmm. like there's there can be responsibility on both ends from what i'm yeah. seeing here and to me i feel like what does that do for the reputation of your program like you're talking about the facilities and the abilities of these students and their equipment being raggedy you've already set a precedent to me in the rest of the football world that these students are subpar and the students are complaining about you know helmets not being up to to code whatever that mm-hmm. is or not being adequate and you know housing being an issue and you're complaining about a dirty office like the priorities are just different and so that's why i just really again i'm always about the students for the students just really be careful y'all because it's these wolves in sheep's clothing especially when it comes to these people in athletics um and i'm not saying there aren't good and trustworthy people out there but there's a lot of them and a lot of the misogyny that runs rampant on college campuses specifically hbcus exist in the athletics program and that's me calling a spade a spade um and so i'll leave it there the, the other thing that I do want to really highlight for everyone talking about HBCUs having funding versus PWIs having funding, I'm just going to kind of introduce some, some language that may be helpful for folks here. And when you compare an HBCU to a PWI, you're not comparing a- apples to oranges. HBCU is historically black college university we all know that but pwi just means predominantly white institution it has nothing to do with the historical component it's just population and so if you're going to compare hbcus the proper term to use or maybe something that i think is a little bit more fair and equitable to to black people is to use the term hwi historically white institution because if you're talking about why hbcus don't have resources and then you use a term like hwi the reason why hbcus don't have quote unquote resources and hwis do there's your answer right there historically black historically white if you want to talk about population that's fine you can use the term pwi but then you need to use a term like bsi black serving institution it has nothing to do with the historical component and has everything to do with the the student population last thing please stop comparing public institutions to private institutions and an in-state institution to an out-of-state institution. If you are going to an out-of-state institution and then you come back to your home state and go to a PWI, the reason why your tuition and your resources and certain things are cheaper is not because you transitioned from an HBCU to a PWI, or excuse me, and a a BSI to a PWI, it's because you went from in to out of state. Same thing if you go from public to private. Um, If you go to a private school, tuition is more expensive at at private institutions. That just is how it is. And if you transition to a public institution, those institutions have funding and resources that are provided to them by the state to make tuition cheaper. 
So it's fine to have critiques and criticisms. Nobody is above criticism, especially, you know, I think it's important for us as Black people to hold our institutions accountable, but make sure your criticism is grounded in, in fact and truth, please. Yes. Yeah. Because you don't want to go back to the drawing board because you have false information. Right. Because then as soon as we don't get what we want from the HWIs, just like we saw in the instance of, you know, allegedly Deion Sanders, who's the first person's doorstep you're darkening? HBCUs. Like, I can't take it. I can't take it. And if you don't like HBCUs so bad, then just, just, then just stop engaging with them. It's fine. Right. And Ed Reed, fuck you for talking about how facilities are. Oh, it's every HBCU. You literally said that in your video. It's not. Bethune is an institution that has been dealing with a lot for very for a long time. And as we've seen, which I think is a good segue into our next con conversation topic, Florida's education system is a shit mm -hmm. show. It's a shit show. Yeah. And so while athletics and students facilities are important, they are. And again, I think students need to complain about facilities. There are other things going on that may have people's attention. Right. Rob is trying to rip y'all of every piece of like historical um, relevance. He is trying to make history look as lily white and nice as possible. He wants your kids to shut up, go to school, graduate, no matter what they learned, so that they can then work for the state of Florida and ask no questions when the police kill them, shoot them, when housing is crazy, when they're, they're wondering why people get treated like this or why people act like people act like that. They don't understand the problem. Like, well, I don't know. I don't understand the context. They're not gonna know any of their history or their present or their future because Rob DeSantis literally does not want that. He does not want it. Yes. And in addition to that, they are taking books away from elementary schoolers because they mention skin color or hair texture. Hair Love is a banned book in the state of Florida. And at some point, like, when do officials, like, when do, I was thinking about this the other day, including, um, when it came to the Tyree Nichols, um, murder. At one point, do you look around you and say, I'm not going to be treated as a pawn, as a tool of white supremacy. When do you look up and see that you have the book in your hand, that you are the teacher, you are the librarian, you are the superintendent, you are the, the principal, right? And say, you know, my school's gonna be, gonna be rebelling. You can do whatever, we can protest. If you wanna get a whole bunch of principals and stuff together and be like, this is not right. And we as an institution, we as a school, we as a, as a I'm trying to think, as a county, as a school county, as a district, when do y'all just say, you can't do this to us? And I think that's the problem I'm having now. Everyone's, I don't mind people running to social media to spread awareness, but at some point you have to put rubber to the road and do something. 
there's a lot of that happening, at least within the county that I live in. So I live in Leon County, which is where the Capitol is. And there are people out at the Capitol every day at the Capitol building, teachers, um, you know, school, lower level school officials, concerned parents, like people really care, but it is just like, it, it is truly leadership. And it's, we talk about it on, on the show during election season and during other areas before, but this is the piece of things where, you know, we talk about local elections matter and just, mm-hmm. I, I don't want to place the blame on, on our generation or, or really anybody who feels just yeah. this apathy because I get it, but good God, y'all, like, look at the result when you just say, it doesn't matter. This is the result of people saying it doesn't matter. And it's really heartbreaking to me. Um, that people are doing the work. Um, I had to quit my adjunct teaching job because they were going to ban, you know, so much of my coursework. Yeah, and it's like, and then, and like, that's what I'm saying. Like, for, first of all, I'm just so glad that you are out out of that situation that you were in, girl. Um, but when when I say do something, I really am talking to like administrators, like people who really like the yeah. laws, laws can only. And this one, this one thing that like my mom talked to me about the other day and she was like laws can only be enforced if the majority listens to them right rob DeSantis and his five whatever four horsemen cannot go around individually just collecting books it's up to uh, school and district superintendents it's up to school principals it's up to people in that in admin, the administrative powers, all of that, you will have to be the one that says, okay, great. This is what we're doing. Let's, let's do it. Yep. Anybody, Alice Walker was on the list. Like ev- everybody was on the list. And the sad part is like it, people think it, it stops at the high schools as a former Florida college administrator, the colleges are next. In my last couple of days, there was a call for a list of every staff member at any public institution in the state of Florida that worked in diversity, equity, and inclusion. All of us, what we do, what our funding is tied to, that's heartbreaking. Yeah. It is. And so because that's just, you know. It's just like, what is, what is the end goal? Right. Like, what do you gain from this? Because you can do all of these things, but that does not mean that the the situation at hand is just going to magically disappear. Like, and I, like all of this is be a white fragility at, at all, you know, intents of the word. Like, I don't give a fuck that your little son is upset because To Kill a Mockingbird is about how white people are racist and they wrongfully convicted a black man. Be, Correct. feel guilty. Learn from <laughs> these situations. Like, that is what they are here. Like, I just don't... Ron DeSantis is in his own twisted mind. You do what you did. Whatever. It's the parents and the other folks that are blindly agreeing. It's the white women who don't think that they're next. Right. Okay. You don't think they're going to take your your precious Susan B. Anthony's uh, words away? Right. Your Susan B. Anthony, your... I'm drawing blank on another. Exactly. They take our rights away, and then who was who was right before us, y'all? Stop Who's next playing. jump in? Let's go. Stop playing, like, cause this, like you said, the the system don't just stop with oh we gonna get all all the colored folks 
your time and education is up like girl no it is coming for everyone unless if you don't if you are not a able-bodied christian heterosexual white man you are they're coming for you exactly so really think about what is happening here yeah women in gender studies y'all can kiss that y'all next goodbye if you that was this is the end and i'm in you know studies religious studies all of it right you can learn the bible that's it right that's it this poorly um translated version of the bible exactly the ron DeSantis version of the bible here you go rdv ron DeSantis version yeah it's like king james who listen y'all not gonna like this one but i don't believe in career politics i don't think a pol- politics should not be a career. Be a career, no. No. You should go in, you should serve, you know, one or two, maybe three offices if we're getting froggy. I think there should be a 10-year span on any political career. And then get the fuck out. Right. If you don't advance, like, you move up the, ch- the, the chain, then you gotta, go, like, what? No. And you could be politics adjacent after that, sure. Um... But it doesn't mean to be your life's work to be like from the time you're 22 to the time you're 82 to be making rules for other people. Is that not monarchy? Because the fact that we elected two people in the Bush family is beyond fucking beyond me. me. The son didn't really do anything to get there. I don't know how y'all let that one happen because that he is the real nepotism baby. Because this not ain't it. Ain't this why we over here in the first place? Ain't this what y'all was trying to stop? I thought we got rid of the monarchy. I thought that was the whole thing. They was waving the... I thought that was the whole point. Isn't this why we was fighting in 1776? Didn't we try to get rid of the monarchy? No. Why is it still here? Ain't this what y'all was complaining about? Ain't this that liberty that y'all be talking about all the damn time? What the hell is this? But yeah, make it make sense. Yeah, Florida, Florida is a mess right now. Black people who have the means, if you feel the need to leave, I do not fault you. For those who are planning to stay here, you know, it's I, I do, and it's the it's it's the optimist in me. But you know, I do believe that there's light at the end of the tunnel. So it's going to be a long, hard fought road. But I just encourage everybody who does not live in Florida. Please take a good hard look at Ron DeSantis. If you think that these motherfuckers will not elect this idiot as president of the United States, you are a day late and a dollar fucking short. Wake the fuck up. Go ahead and get registered right now. Because this bastard. I'll be damned. Not doing it. Yeah, that's what I'm really, really going to be like. All right. Everybody. let Put your army, put your put your best green uh, cargo pants on. He is coming. Yes, because as, as bad as I won't say, don't want to say it. He is as more obviously more eloquent than Trump. So it's the, the same the agenda. Dumb, the same with agenda the, with the knowledge of politics. Exactly. Mm-hmm. With the knowledge of policy. To, and it's going to get the naive folks right on up. And we back at square one again. And Republicans are just as nasty and as 
racist and bigoted as they've ever been. They hate seeing people be who they are out loud. They hate seeing trans folks be who they are out loud, gay folks be who they are out loud, black people be who we are out loud and proud. They hate seeing, and they hate seeing when, oh, when, it, when you're an intersection of that, oh, they hate it. They Child, hate it. You, you are that miserable with your life exactly. that you just can't let me live mine. Okay, I'm. you don't agree with how I live my life or what I do or how things are. That's wonderful. What does that have to do with you and your business? Not a damn thing. Particularly when we're like, this reach across the aisle bullshit. I'm not doing that with y'all. No. I'm not reaching across the aisle on bigotry. Yes, I'm going to judge you and talk badly about you when you vote for people who are literally stripping civil, yeah. civil liberties and legacies of history away. Talking about, we just have different opinions. No, yes. you're a fascist and I don't like that. We can agree to disagree. Me and my boyfriend have different opinions. Hell, yeah. you can both go. Then you actually All do not care about whatever you're saying. Mm -hmm. You're innate, you're a part of the problem. All y'all with these don't vote ass. That, 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 that. Let me stop. Nope. Looking at you, you whole teppery folks. Like, y'all so, uh, uh, uh. But young man, leave me alone, actually. Are those of you who like, are you coupled with the hoteps. Take all his shit. And, but you know what? But I know a lot of y'all are also hotep too. And you low-key believe in the shit that he believe in. And so, you know, you girls have fun with that. I, however left that back when i was about 19. because yep. i i read books by black scholars who, who were very pro-black from different parts, from different parts of the diaspora so i learned a thing or two and then when i talked to that young man at the same time i'm like oh this nigga don't know what he's saying and it kind of turns you off it kind of runs you dry when you figure out, oh, you too are part of the problem. If your pussy don't get dry to stupidity, I don't know what to tell you. We don't have nothing in common. <laughs> we we are not. All the girls are talking about, I'm built different. No, we're built different. No, baby. Because if you can, mm, you got one time to talk about some Dr. Sebi and some CMOS and immediately no. And my thing is, and y'all really did a disservice to Moss because Moss is not even that bad. It's just Moss is fine. It's just not the miracle drug that y'all think it is. Yeah, it's just not gonna cure you of everything. If you got COVID, babe, Moss is not going to cure you of COVID. It's gonna fix your gout. It's gonna clear your skin. It's gonna, you know, shrink your tumors. It's Again, not. I'm I'm not saying that these herbal and holistic things cannot work. Mm -hmm. However, can we just stop acting like? western medicine also don't like also like come on and it's everything just like you don't have to pick i think it's, everything is not conspiracy you can have both right innovation comes from need and i think that's innovation why like innovation comes one of the, from need exactly one of the things that like people the people who are who critique Black History Month, I hear a lot is like, oh my God, so we're just gonna give Black people credit for everything. You guys just think that Black people are so great. Da -da -da -da. Yeah. Number one, we are. Yeah. We're, actually, we're actually really fucking great. But number two, the reason why when you look around modern society and you see like, oh my God, all of these innovations and inventions were invented by Black, black people, why is that? 
we've been historically one of the most marginalized groups and the groups that are in need. We have a need to innovate and to invent in order to make our daily lives easier. And so that is why a lot of innovations and inventions come from our community because there is need there. There is not just a desire, but like it's a necessity for us to continue to, 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 to elevate and to evolve. And when you look at the black community inventions with, you know, other within Europe, within Asia, within, you know, Latin America, those innovations come from the needs of that society. It just so happens that a lot of people benefit from the needs that the black community has. Right. Exactly. So I see, we see how to say back to the hotel thing. Y'all stop fucking hoteps. Right. Stop it. Stop fucking them. Jelena, Jelena, give them your semi-annual statement about Dr. Sebi. My mom met Dr. Sebi. And so she can tell you, first person, the fraud that he is. My mom had met with that man. And my mom and my mom told me I'll, the shin bone would always be connected to the leg bone. That's just, you know, science is science. Just because a motherfucker puts on a robe and an ankh does not mean anything as asha say if if i put inflection on certain words that does not mean anything that does not make what i'm saying any more real no then then what someone else can say like really think about the stuff i'm sorry and i will always go back to this why did y'all think that this man cured aids i really i really i really want to talk like why why do you think that's that some vegetables fruits and vegetables will cure your diabetes no fucking shit and who was hiding fruits and vegetables from you is my question <laughs> why did it take somebody to to tell you this for you to think maybe if i stopped eating crappy like crappy foods or you know adjusted my diet my water intake that maybe it will alleviate some of the symptoms i am facing exactly. not accounting for food deserts of course no right. no not right. in that no but we're saying but you just always like, feel better if you eat an apple you versus, right you eat a bag of chips every single day like it's a little like, thing will having access to certain things sure you don't yeah. have access to fruit and vegetables sure but the existence of fruit and vegetables was never a secret. And and I'm a, and you know cuz you just made a very valid point and I and and I could be wrong, but I'm gonna say it anyway. It is never, and I'm not gonna say never, most of the time, not the people who are in those situations where there is a food desert who are going off of these principles. It is the people who grew up in middle class suburbs who have access to everything under the sun who is now subscribing to this ideology. Please stop. Please stop. Correct. Your I mother has made your doctor's appointments for the last 27 years. And I want to like, know, like, you eating very well with an autoimmune disease does not cure you of that autoimmune disease. It just may, it may make your systems, your, your symptoms in your treatment feel better if you are on maybe like a vegan diet, a pescatarian diet. Vitamins and minerals. Right. Thing. no one's saying no one's telling y'all that it's like like yes, you should only you should only eat junk food because who cares we're not saying that but we're no. saying is common sense would tell you yes the the fruits and vegetables that come from the earth are probably better for us than processed food exactly but why did i have to get 
sit in like sit cross at crisscross applesauce and put a robe on to tell you this for you to believe me i do i would never not... tell you that that cures aids because that is very irresponsible yeah, do you do you understand bedroom. how these diseases how these diseases work that's a bold ass statement to be like salad i have cured your aids. aids excuse me you really and then my it. thing was the part that gets me all the time they killed him he was almost he found the cure for da 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 they killed Nipsey because they was in cahoots. Let's get one thing clear. Dr. Sebi on his way out of this world. Right. Now, there are government institutions of a certain country, I will not say what country, that have offed many a people. Oh, yeah. Oh, hell not saying yeah. It could, it We're happen. not saying that. I am just a firm believer that he was not on their radar. Nigga that, that 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 said that to eat fruits and vegetables was not one of them. Exactly. He fucking for real. It's just me and you. There's you have nothing at this point to prove you are gone. Like please, like I really need you to me to know why you was telling these people these things. Like, did you believe it? Or was it like some culty type scam type stuff? Like please. Yeah, like we were like I think it was a little bit of column A and column B. Like, tell me. Like, I just want to know the truth. Like, I just Yeah, it did know. give Scientology a little bit. Because, like, if you just believe, you won't be sick. That's <laughs> Yes. No, that's really what it was. Had people. And I'm not even going to lie to you. Do you know he got a resort somewhere? Like, yeah, now? Like, like, currently? Guatemala, Costa Rica, one of them. Yeah. I seen some, this couple came up on my TikTok. And they was like, we went to Dr. Sebi's retreat. And da 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 And we ate fruits for 70 days and 70 nights. And I'm like... Okay. Seven. Ooh, wait. Just, that's, it literally just, wasn't 70. Ooh. They probably was there maybe like a week or two or something like that. I'm it might have been like a week. But it just was like, so you went to you went to Costa Rica. You were in a beautiful beach villa. You ate a detox diet, essentially. Mm-hmm. And you meditated. Yeah, you're probably going to feel pretty wonderful. You're going to feel better. You leave. Shit, I, I want to go now. But that man, y'all can and call me what just, you want. But then you have people who are actually like you know, <laughs> concocting scientific miracles, like the woman who, the black woman who helped develop the COVID vaccine, and y'all be like, Tuh. conspiracy. They're trying to kill us. I'm gonna tell y'all right now. They wanted to get us. Um, I think we have we've we've been chatting a bit, so I think we can wrap wrap up what's trending there. We can save some of these other ones for next time. Um, and so we will take a quick break and be back with something you need to hear for Black History Month. Yeah. I don't even remember what the other one was. This is for the niggas, strictly for the niggas. <laughs> niggas. The real, the real niggas. niggas. Yo. I wasn't ready. I wasn't either. I wasn't ready. What is up, y'all? Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Black Girl Roundtable. We're going to get right back to it. But before we do, please make sure you are subscribed to the podcast wherever you are streaming so you never miss an update. And it helps us out to make more episodes just like this one. Let's get back into it. Welcome, Black. 
um, we are here for Black History Month, for uh, Negro and Nigga History Month, Nigga Appreciation, where only niggas can appreciate each other. Y'all can appreciate us too, but then for you it's Black Appreciation, uh, not Nigga Appreciation for obvious reasons. Um, we are just one, so happy to be Black. And Amen. It's a great Amen. feeling. What it was that, that tweet that was like, being black is lit. It's just dangerous. <laughs> That's a fact. I would not want to be anybody oh. else. A little risky, oh. but I love who. Right. It's risky. Yeah, correct. Correct. I'm, I'm cool. But I just wish it was a little less, you know, risky. I wish the on-the-job risk was, was a lot yeah. less. <laughs> I wish the insurance on this was not as high as it was. But exactly. yeah. We're breaking even right now. I would love to turn a profit. Ex- right, yes. exactly. Yes. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Love the job, not the pay. Um, right. Correct. Or but I benefits. love what I do. I do love the benefits. I'm benefits I, I need more. Mm-hmm. I need more, right. yes. It's like working for the state. Like, you have great benefits, mm-hmm. but you're sad. But the salary is so bad it's so that bad. <laughs> it's like, I should, I really... We gotta find something. We gotta get a raise. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Something's gotta give. Something's I really gotta love give. my job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we decided, um, you know, as Black History goes, you know, we're gonna keep it light, keep it fun for this one. We're gonna do unspoken black rules. These are the rules that you know us black folks know. Um, and for the most part, with us being black girl roundtable, I feel like our demographic is black girls but if you are for one reason not black you know you got a little window a little taste but this ain't for you to adopt this is just for you to to watch enjoy okay so uh ladies we have any off the top of our head i have a i have a few i can i can get us started yeah get us started set the tone yeah okay If you are black, I am, and the temperature is under sixty degrees, and you have kids, put a coat, put a coat on that baby. Why that baby don't got a coat on? Why <laughs> a coat on? I don't make the rules. Don't want to be a, a gust of wind. Why that baby ain't got no coat on? As the resident dog mom, I I also apply that to the fur yes. baby. Why that baby don't got? Why he don't got a coat on? Especially if it's a little one. And then I'm, I'm like, where's where's his booties? I'm not putting a dog on a coat. I'm so sorry. My dogs have little wraparound Velcro jackets yes, that go over their back to protect them from the wind. I'm not because doing Thor that. thinks that he is part husky and refuses to come in the house when it's snow. I'm not. Doing you ain't about to die on my watch, little nigga. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I can't get on the dog train but I'm with you with the children if I see a baby out in the streets 59 degrees or under and that child don't got a coat on I'm I'm immediately the ba- concerned the coat on the baby. my auntie senses are tingling what's going on same that's a fact mm-hmm. no mine is if one of us is running we all running yes don't ask a question move you'll find out when we get to wherever we, yeah, when we get away from whatever it is ask later um okay an, an, another unspoken black rule um i just had the how i wanted to word this 
but um here it is and this is kind of like not a new one well, it's, it's new and it's being established and I think it's very important at weddings old folks if you don't want to see twerking you're gonna have to leave yeah we will have a you will have two hours before we really get I will give and a lot of weddings I've seen this We'll give you like an hour and a half, two hours. It might get a little raunchy. You know, you might have a song, you know, with a booty shake here, motherfucker here, da da da, bitch here. But it really has not gotten crazy. But old folks and folks who are a little too uh, uh, saved and sanctified for the next two hours, I suggest you have your fun. You get your food, you watch. Well, we'll be done with like the whole, the tossing of everything. We'll be mm-hmm. all speeches, all the pomp and circumstance. That will, we will do that. After that's done and the cake is cut. Welcome to Death Row Records. <laughs> For real. <laughs> You're in the hood now, baby. I may need to, y'all may need to leave a little earlier for my wedding because I'm walking into my reception to tea grizzly first day out. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the pink. Right. (laughs) Ooh, that's a good one. I a thousand percent agree. We need to have a good time. Especially as you get older, there's just so few events where you can go to like have fun. And and shake ass. And weddings are one of them. Yeah. So you won't have to keep it pushing. Mm, that's a good one um i think mine is um specifically for for black femmes if it's wash day don't ask me to go nowhere or do anything my whole day is surrounded and consumed by washing my hair mm-hmm and it just is what it is. It's going to be me tomorrow night. We're not going nowhere. Literally me tomorrow because I work from home. I'm like, I got to wash my hair. I got to blow dry. I got to straighten. I got to do this. I got to do that. I gotta, I gotta I'm do doing a full, <laughs> a full cleanse. A full ACV Oh, yeah. You, cleanse. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's a, it's a mental and physical process. Like, yes, it is. It's, and now that I'm trying to maintain my color, like these, the deep condition is the whole day. Mm-hmm. Like I got, I'm trying to maintain curls and like right. having maintaining my color. Child, Ooh. and with locks, maintaining color with locks. Oh, yeah, but how do you? Yeah, I don't yeah, know how you, you do it. <laughs> and I've been. How long have I been coloring my hair since? Uh, it's been a while. Since, oh my gosh, since like 2015. It is truly a struggle when you find like the color. Like yeah. I knew I was gonna like this red. But, like, this is it for me for a while. Like, this is just what I look like now. And my hair grows so fast. And, like, I just got this shit done in, like, January. And my roots are already coming in. And I'm just like, I don't... Well, it fits well. I really like the transition. Yeah. I'll say that. At least yeah. yeah, it's not bad. But it just be for me. And, then like, when the red start fading, I'll be like, ugh, it's brown. But yes. Every black girl knows wash day is wash day. day. That watch hour. Don't play nothing else. I have. I had two technically because y'all went in two different directions. So to Asha's event part, 
my rule is, as we already know what I probably would say, you got to have baby shower meatballs at the baby shower. It's more important than the baby. That is unspoken black rule, baby shower meatballs. To Dana's point, if you see another black girl in the hair store looking crazy, you cannot judge us. Mm-hmm. That's a judgment-free zone. That's an unwritten rule. You cannot judge me in here. This is a safe space. And also, we're friends in here, and so we're going to ask each other for feedback. Yes. I'm going to ask you, you I what? get this color hair? Does this look like it match? I don't know, girl, but we best friends now. Let's Right. Let, let me let me put my flashlight on for you. Let me let me see. You think I'm a 1B? Mm-mm, girl. You more like a 2. Marley twist by yourself. Let's get a ponytail. It's my first time on, on, on vacation. Oh. Girl, just do a pony. Just do a low bun. Ponytail. Just do, just do, just do a very long ponytail. It's going to look good. Just get you a fake puff. Exactly. Yes. You want to hit one of these Issa Rae styles that look so cute, but you know, it took 10 minutes tangible. To do. Mm-hmm. That's literally been my life, copying hairstyles from Issa and from Yara off of Gronish. Oh, same. That's literally my life. Bring me to one of my rules, too. And you know how us black girls do. The week before an event or before a vacation, if we look busted, don't say nothing or you're anti-black. Yes. Because I've been looking busted. But this next few days, I'm going to make a complete 180 metamorphosis. But right now, I have literally nothing done. No hair, no nails. That's okay. When you pop out, no wax. That's it. When I pop out, just now. You know, it's a, it's a balancing act. Like I feel like when I look good, I look so good that I'm allowed to to to, to step back a little bit. Mm. Yeah, like there's this is so there's no way I could maintain this level of, of beauty mm-hmm. without a team. And I don't have one. So the fact that I even got here right. on my own, like, when I deserve a break. When y'all see my pics in Paris, you will understand why I had to be on hiatus. I take a break. All the energy had to go to this. All the energy moment. had to go to this, mm-hmm. to this moment. And That's oh, me. what a moment it will be. Beyonce, and if I pop up in Portugal, that's where all yeah. my energy is going. Um, I have one. Um, if I go out to a restaurant and I order a steak, lamb, anything like that, I like my meat cooked. <laughs> so all this rare bullshit that y'all be bringing out to the table, absolutely not. Because I be watching Hell's Kitchen with my mom and my niece. Gordon Ramsay don't be cooking his meat. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. You need to throw that back on the grill. Rare, 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 rare. And let me tell you, you need. You I need think to cook I'd this. be doing something with my little, my little medium, medium well. well. <laughs> <laughs> my medium well. Medium well. We went to this one steak place for my job, and I asked for medium well. They gave me like medium rare and i was like and everyone's like oh this is great so i had to like sit there and be like <laughs> oh i would have been like Ski-suki. 
I'm not you eating this. Cook, you need to cook this. Put this back on the grill. It's good, but I was like, I no, I have yeah. I now know that a lot of you, a lot of you bougie ass niggas, love to tell me that oh, that's not how you eat a steak. I now know that I actually do prefer my steak, prefer it with knowledge and know-how. I like my steak medium well. You finna be sick. There's no way you can tell me that I can eat this type of meat raw. And that goes for anything. I don't care what none of y'all say. And judge me if you want. Sushi is included in this for me. If you tell, no, I don't believe. I don't believe you. You lost why, me. You know I love you. you lost I me. I if, no, you. there is no way you can tell me, and I know that obviously it's proven. But like, you telling me that out of all the things in the world that I can eat raw, fish is the one thing I can eat that I'm not gonna immediately get sick. I know, but chicken is off the list. But we can cook steak for two minutes and be all right. And we can eat you raw. But this one thing over here, we just don't touch that import. That's salmonella. Like, what? Who? How? Sushi, I buy. Like, that's an entirely different ecosystem. I don't, I don't know yeah. what y'all got going on I don't on understand down there. it. Whatever the sea yeah. got going on, the so whatever, whatever cleansing. Right. But like, no, I don't. That's, that's my the business. Part. I, I get that. But cow, like, cow. And especially like steak, I'm not eating a rare steak, medium rare steak, but I will let y'all have that. When I see people cook a lamb, there needs to, to me, there needs to be no pink in a lamb chop. Yeah, no. And it's so, the people that, it's like some, some ground beef dish that people are eating raw. Like, oh, absolutely um, not. you know what you're talking about. Ooh, they are literally like, eating raw ground beef. And they raw? like, it's fine. What is wrong with you? Oh my gosh. What is it called? It's not, is it pate? Yes, but it, it is pate. Tartare. Tartare. Yes, but it's another thing. Like, it's all. I know what you're talking about. It's like, I don't know what you, yeah. Also, like, because no, I love me a tuna tartare, but I am not eating no steak tartare. Raw steak. Yeah, again, I'll let you sushi folks have it. I know it's a science behind it. It's a science literally behind it. You're not getting me to eat rare steak. And these people over here eating raw chicken cutlets and whatnot. You're not. You cannot okay. trick me. I'm all right. Yeah. So this is in, in black we already American. had this conversation, Dana. Raw vegetables. Mm. Yeah. Side I like eye. my meat cuts and side eye. <laughs> you raw broccoli. I'm looking at you. Yeah, like you this. eat raw broccoli. You are nasty. <laughs> <laughs> You're nasty. <laughs> It's just, you know, I, I like the broccoli, like the stem of it raw, but like the little thingy thingies raw, I got Them things be so dry. The top part, the little, the florets. Eat raw florets. You're eating a bush. You're net. I'm not as adverse as you all are. Now, cauliflower raw, that is net. That is net. They all taste the same. But to me, if you like, kind of like, like, I like how like, the carry out like saute it so it's still crunchy mm-hmm. it's still cooked i just said that's that. fine that is my yes. favorite you are just over a here. little mm-hmm. me i don't need it to be soft but you just we need to do a little something a little something broccoli is nasty i know y'all love it black folks love an overcooked broccoli my I do. goodness i do 
Shut up. I do. Thank you for cooking this down the mush. I need a soft like baby food. I just feel yeah. like it, the moisture content in it, it make it better. Like no. otherwise it'd be dry. No. And dry. I do like but my broccoli to have a little does, bite. Does well. They do. Like That's the carry out places have that nice in between. But if I'm cooking it at home, I'm probably cook it down a little bit. Yeah. But no, if you over there raw dog and vegetables like a mountain man. Yeah. <laughs> I do love a raw vegetable. I'm sorry. I love a broccoli, like a baby carrot. All right, Asha, I'm gonna ask you: Do you be eating the raw uh, bell peppers with the ranch? Is yep. it you? <laughs> sure it is. I was like, there has to be somebody I know that probably does it, but I was, I didn't think it was gonna be you. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. how I feel. It's the carrots for me. Dana, Dana refuses to eat raw carrots. I don't like oh, carrots God. like that. Period. Like crunch. Oh, yeah, thank I, you. The baby it's can't. Like, it's like Ew. eating a piece of chalk. Wait, so wait, just... y'all don't eat cucumbers? I eat cucumbers. Wrong. I don't yes. eat cucumbers. What you know what I did recently, and I've been obsessed with it. So I chop up cucumbers, um, and sometimes I do it with red with uh, red onions, raw too. But sometimes I don't. But just the cucumber, I do toasted sesame oil. Oh yes. With some lemon, well, no, I don't do lemon, but thank you for that. But no, I do some toasted sesame oil, chili oil, Ooh. with red pepper flakes, a little bit of salt, a little bit of pepper. Mix that donut. Oh, that's good. And you know, I do have some red oh, chili it- oil in my um in my fridge. Ooh, that might be lunch tomorrow. I have not have not eaten a cucumber since about 2015. But I'm going, to, I'm going to chalk that. No, 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 no. I'm going to chalk that to me trying cucumbers for the first time at Dell State. Okay. Oh, okay. I'm going to chalk it to that and yeah. not take that out on the cucumbers themselves. I don't like to get cucumbers out. Like, I, cucumbers are one of those things where I want to buy it and cut it buy up it and eat it, it myself. That makes, that makes yeah. sense. That makes sense. Yeah. That's just like, yeah. I got it I from like the Conrad do... salad bar. Like, that, that is, mm-hmm. the, you know, like, it, that, that set the precedence right there. And to me, <laughs> cucumbers, like, as soon as it's chopped, I want to eat it. Like, it's not one of those vegetables that I would like. To sit out slice and leave in the fridge it's not like it's fine there's nothing wrong with them but i need them like fresh and watery and crunchy i think that's a big part of the reason and i know asha loves pickles but i think that's part of the reason why i don't like pickles i love pickles oh my God. i need my meat cooked i'm black i'm so sorry mm-hmm. oh, um, an addendum to that rule at the barbecue the hot dog not the barbecue i'm sorry brainwash at the cookout <laughs> <laughs> at the cookout if my hot dog ain't burnt i don't want it thank you i need that i need to feel the crunch of the charcoal don't give me no pink hot dog right i'm so excited for cookout season just yes you put that 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 is like the one rule i actually don't follow really i thought you knew this i don't eat if i am dead serious y'all if my toast is my toast is barely toast. It it got a slight. You do. It's you a slight crunch to it. Asha, so you've never seen me eat toast. It is a slight crunch. It is not brown. It is not. This <laughs> is toast. It's it not is toast. lightly toasted bread. <clears throat> my pancakes are light skin. They are a nice golden brown. If they are anything other than that, 
I'm not eating it. That's so funny. And Jelena just, makes toast like it like you know how you toast bread and you be like, oh, this needs like another minute or two. Jelena be like, <laughs> nope. <"It's done." laughs> like, you got a slight I touch it, it has a little give. It's a little it's a little <laughs> if I scrape it, it's gonna give you a little and that's that's good enough. That's good enough. If I'm feeling like, crazy, it might make it to my complexion. Other than that, <laughs> wild. the toaster goes on the highest it will ever go is two. Out of what? Two, what is it? Out of like seven, eight? <laughs> out of eight. So that's the level of toastiness. Two. It don't go past two. I be at home, my dad will have it on three, five, six. No, that's too dark. No, it's burnt. I don't want it. I'm not eating it. I do not care. If I burn some food, then we just not. Mm, mm, I'm not eating it. I'll be hungry. It's fine. Not doing I'm it. Screaming. <laughs> I don't know why I asked my brain. I told you it's a little touch in there, Dana. It's just a little, it's a little special. Up that there. is weird. Yeah. I typically <laughs> do not like burnt food like that. Like, I like my food cooked well, but the hot dog, you need to burn this a little bit. Yeah, I need I need that that dark charcoal on it. Same with my s'mores, my marshmallows. I need yeah that 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 fire crunch to it. It's so it's so good to me. Probably not. Now my hamburger don't you could you know you can have a little singe, but don't be burning that up. You know what it is. The only thing I will eat that's like slightly burnt is a hot sausage. That's yeah. the only thing. Ooh, yeah, you get a like. It gotta be a little. Drink. Yeah, it gotta be a little. Yeah, half smoke too. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <clears throat> exactly. I ate because yeah. I had a bomb ass rib at homecoming, and I was just so drunk, and I really needed something to eat. And I remember that rib. He <laughs> said, <laughs> <laughs> "Where you get that rib? I don't know. <laughs> so I got it from somebody. It's very yummy. But I'm I'm back now." I'm going to pivot and we're going to talk about, okay, so another rule is um, you can sit for the American National Anthem, but you better stand for the Negro National Anthem. Yeah. When you hear every voice and and sing, you better raise the fist and stand up. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's what you stand up for. Till earth and heaven Heaven ring, ring with the harmony of liberty. Let I will stand firm. I am. <clears throat> yes, I will stand firm at the fact that the Black National Anthem is way like it just. Oh, it's it way better. So much harder. Way better. Lyrically, way better. Uh, melodically, it just the the the. It's so poetic. It's way more poetic. It's just it's Listen, gorgeous. Especially when we hit that song. <laughs> and the broadest, and then the part alone. That part. How do you? I didn't realize that there were so many more verses to that song until we sang it in college. Yes. Yes, and when we got to the end, where we was like, "Shadow beneath our hands, may we forever stand true mm. to our God." Well, that part was actually that part was 
I forgot who that was a different composer who did that. That's not the original one. And just in terms of the ah oh, man, ah oh, man, that part was that. But that, that but the lyrics themselves, I remember being like, this like I've sang it before. I've sang Lift Up Your Voice and Sing since I can remember, but I remember in choir hearing them the lyrics and being like, this shit goes. <laughs> this she is lit. <laughs> shit go crazy. For real. Mm. Okay. Um, Shifting, pivoting. I would I would like to say that I've officially learned how to play spades. Yee. I need a refresher um, course. I've learned. I played. I won. Yeah. My first brilliant. game. I know. I've come so far. Um, but I will say that just know in black households, spades and Uno, the two most serious games you will ever play. <laughs> Yep. Yep. Learn the house rules before you play. Mm-hmm. Yes. And whoever's house it is, their rules apply. Or whoever hosting an event, their rules apply. The majority wins. And I have learned. I've been adaptable to play very many ways. I, I've learned how to play every single way. You got to be adaptable when it comes to the Uno rules. I just feel like I will. I will bend to your rules, but I can stack. Uh, draw cards. So all that, like, oh, you can't stack? That's some bullshit. If I call stacksies, that means we can stack number, color, and draws. That's right. it. But even if you don't, there's no situation where I cannot put a draw four on top of a draw two. There, in no scenario are you ever going to convince me that I'm not allowed to do that. That's not... That's not even like, oh, that's you yeah. don't play that way. No, that's how you play the game. That's like talking about like you, you don't play it that way sometimes. Like, it's just boring. But yeah, that, again, says you can't do that. <laughs> you you know, yeah, and if like the house, if they're like, nah, you can't do that. If the majority of people say that and you're the only one stacking, people are going to be pissed. Yeah, if the majority say we can't do it, they're fine. But I'm if it's playing. like, like, come on. That's but, yes. whack. Niggas, it seems Mine like just be the skip card. Can we talk about the skip in reverse? I need you to clarify how you do that. And everything else, we good. Me, I, I, can you, I don't think you can, well, it depends. If we're stacking cards, if we're stacking cards and you have a skip. And it's like the same color, you could put them down. Put them, if it's, if yeah. it's not, then you just got skip, friend. That's really all that is to it. Yeah, but, no, like the way you can put- stack skips. Like if I got a red skip and I'm sitting next to Asha and then she put down a blue skip. Yeah, like you could do that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But I'm thinking, like, if you got a skip and a plus four, no, friend, you just got skipped. No, you just got skipped. Yeah, Yeah. you just got skipped. Yeah. Y'all, yeah, okay. Y'all play right. Good job. (laughs) I feel like it's like general rules, and then you kind of spice it up per household. Right. Literally per household. And don't play bullshit unless you know how to lie. No, for real. I haven't played bullshit in a long time. Oh my god! Another game with game. Un- with rules with house rules. King's Cup. Don't you yes. come in my yes. house with no nonsense for these card c- numbers? Yes. People be saying any fucking thing. Because if if we get to Jack and you don't say waterfall, get out my house. Get out. What's the other one that people be saying for Jack? That always I don't know. Oh. It was when somebody tried to do categories for Jack, and I just was like, that is yes. not how we do I've, this. I've had people do that a lot. 
10. Like, 10 is categories. You, you uncultured swine. <laughs> What is wrong with you? I've been doing stuff in so long. That's the thing. Yeah, me either. As soon as you say as me, four is floor, five is guy, six is chicks, seven is heaven, eight is date, nine is rhyme. What up? Yeah. Yeah, nine is rhyme. Ten is categories. Jack is waterfall. Meanest questions. Questions. It depends. Some people do never have I ever to. I, that's still a question. Technically. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. Yes, and then yeah. obviously, King's, King's, King's Cup. Cup. Also, horny niggas, stop trying to make King's Cup into like, yes. fucking freaky ass. You freaky bum. Like, what is wrong with you? He was like, it was King's Cup. I'm not doing none of that shit. I'm going to. Sp- Throw this alcohol on you, actually. But right. now I'm gonna just sit here. I'll make the room the fun for everybody. So yeah, no, like you, you, you gotta do, you gotta, you know, do. I'm like, I will simply just get alcohol poisoning. Thank oh, you. Yeah. <laughs> I will simply get alcohol poisoning. Oh gosh, I have, I have picked being drunk out of my mind at Del State versus kissing somebody or telling the, a, a deep, dirty secret. Oh yeah, yeah. y'all ain't getting the secrets out of me. I'd rather die. I'd rather literally be escorted to the restroom by my hind legs. I will say that. I'm so glad ain't nobody, no one can ever say they had to carry me out of anywhere. Me neither, I don't think. Well, Mm-mm. not that they remember or not that I remember. People don't bring it up. It must not have been too many times, but. Um, what else? Any other black rules? I mean, there are literally so, so many. I'm thinking. Um, we want to do our last call? Yeah, last call for alcohol, y'all. What are the black rules? Um, before I let go must be played at the end of every black function. Yes. No exceptions. Mm-hmm. You may mix in the Beyonce version, but you have to let Frankie Beverly and Maze play. Mm-hmm. Yes. It can be at the go part, and that's when you transition and Beyonce before I let you go for your Beyonce. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but you got to play the original. You can't just play you that do. one. You can't yeah. just jump you gotta into play Beyonce. Frankie Beverly and Maze, and then you, you go and you transition at that highlight of go. That's when you transition to Beyonce, because in the end of that mm-hmm. part, the whole bunny hop, honey hop, drop. Pop. Oh my nice gosh. You moment. might do that on tour. Okay, I'm sorry. I don't think I can handle that. <laughs> I just lost my mind again. Okay, so yes. Um and with that being said, uh every party must now consist of the the, the three songs. Parties, cook uh cookouts, however you wanna, you know, gatherings of black folks. You must have before I let go. Mm-hmm. You must have Nucky if you buck. Correct. And then you must have, oh my God, what's the third national anthem? I'm, oh, Dreams and Nightmares. You must. Speaking of Dreams and Nightmares, this is not, it's technically off topic. I'm going to really need y'all to stop saying that little Uzi song is the new Philly anthem because it's, it's not. It's not, it's not even a Philly Uzi sound. It's a Jersey. That's a Jersey song. 
through and That's through. That's through and through. Stop. Stop. Like it, talk about it's going to replace Dreams and Nightmares. It's a better song than Dreams and Nightmares. Not you no. have lost your ever last fucking life. crazy. I'm over here. Who said that? Who when said I tell that? you everybody on Twitter, on TikTok, oh, this replacing no. Dreams and Nightmares. You're lying. You're a bold-faced liar. No, Meek Mill can punch you in the face. Is it the saying this? Is it the kids? No! That's the thing. It's the people our age. The oh. kids not even saying it. Oh, no. Listen, <clears throat> because when I tell you, you are going to be hard-pressed for many a decade to find something that hit harder than that. Hold up, wait a minute. <laughs> I was finished. Right. What? I will be 80 years old and that song could come away and I'm knocking some shit I'm, I'm, I'm pushing oh, the baby out the stroke. Get out the way. <laughs> no. You're not, yeah, no. We losing recipes. Yeah, clearly. But yes, thank you all for being beautiful and black. For those of you who are happy, Black History Month for those of us who celebrate. Um, I hope everybody, everybody should celebrate Black History Month. Yes, a choice. And by celebrate, I mean reparations. Give people money. Mm -hmm. So yes, thank you all. Yes, we will take one more short break and we will be back with our question for this episode. What is up, you guys? Thank you so much for listening to Black Girl Roundtable. We're going to get right back into the episode. But before we do, please make sure you are subscribed to the podcast and following us on social media at The Bougie Black Girls on TikTok and on Instagram. You can also check out thebougieblackgirls.com for articles, updates, and some info on some other soon-to-come produced projects by The Bougie Black Girls. Let's get back into the episode. We are back with our last segment, Ask BGR. As always, if you have questions, a story, anything of that nature, you can always send it to us in our DMs or you can email us at askbgr at thebougieblackgirls.com. So again, in the spirit of Black History Month, we are going to discuss our favorite black ass moments (laughs) in history, TV, radio, film, what have you. <laughs> and special shout out to our uh we had our conversation beforehand to Miss Tiffany New York Pollard, who has given us so many moments that we A cherish to this gem. day. Yeah. <laughs> A literal gem to the black community. <laughs> so many quotes. So I will go first. One of my favorites is Do it look like I was left off bad and bougie? That is my favorite. Yo, (laughs) that is my favorite thing ever. That there were so many memes, memes to just that whole thing, and then I was you think I love my bamboozy? What? 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 You (laughs) bamboozy? Oh my gosh! Uh, Wow. we just have to start off this whole section by saying, like, black people are effortlessly hilarious. Yes. Yes. <laughs> because that was fucking jokes. Um, we talked about this earlier, but Tiffany New York Pollard's quote to that girl <laughs> on whatever show that was about them shoes. 
to me is the funniest thing that anyone has ever said to anybody in the history of time. They were old maiden types of shoes. Was that like celebrity big brother or something like that? Like, why would you say that? New York is so funny. I could go on for days about New York and all her nonsense. Just know that that woman is hilarious and y'all need to give her her flowers. Because yes, nothing is funnier than break a leg. You, how about you break you? What? <laughs> I'm not going to break my legs. I'm going to get the fucking part. <laughs> this lady to break your She was pissed. <laughs> That's just something that they say in the theater. <laughs> she just was uh, <laughs> Yo, like she has given us so much, and it's just been her true, authentic self. That's the sad part. Reality TV. Extract. Me not gonna work. What's my name? My name dropped. What a big man. And I'm fertilized. All right. Oh, do you remember when she went on the date with the guy? He was trying to teach her about Islam. <laughs> okay, actually, I do have it. Okay, it's when Three Six Mafia won the um, Oscar for Hard Out Here for Pimp. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is a black ass moment. A black ass moment, and all the black people in the audience, yeah, yeah, and, and, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nah, that's a good one. That's a good time. That's a good one. I love that one. Yes. My, okay, mine is that one episode of 106 in Park with August Alcina. <laughs> so you just you just go go against the grain. I told you to fucking ask me that. Bro, you did not you did not have to do this right now. I was like, y'all keep playing with this man. Yep. I thought you were gonna say genuine's performance. Were they? Oh, <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> the audience was actually first, like concerned. They said, "Oh no!" And then here comes genuine. You know, for as much as y'all clown genuine last year, we need to let it be known. I respect the level of effort that he gave to 106 in part. Y'all need to treat every performance like it's your last because that performance will go down in history. Ooh, another one is when um, Young Bird went on The Breakfast Club. Ooh, yeah. No, because they didn't know what I'm about to say. <laughs> Shut up in and Charlamagne. And Charlamagne. Damn, y'all got some things on you. That poor man, they said Webby up. That's not, that's. And this, that's not the Birdman one, but yeah, the Shalagamay, Shalagamay, Angelagi, and Shalagamay, Kakai, DJ Envy, Angelagi. It's the real gossip names. 
This is my grandma. <laughs> Uh-huh. But no, the Birdman one is, is y'all finished or y'all done? Y'all finished or y'all done? Put some respect in my name. Oh my I'll treat y'all. I'll treat y'all. Listen, and oh. one thing about black folks is that we love a shirt because I absolutely had a shirt that had that on there. Put some respect on my name is a quote. Like, that is a quotable. Mm. And we made a remix. Listen, put some respect on my name. Put some respect on my name. Niggas was making up strolls <laughs> Yes. <laughs> oh God, I oh. hate black people. Comedy. No. Okay. Speaking of quotables, though, my next one, R.I.P. to Miss. Um. Oh my gosh, why am I Aretha Franklin? Because she was like Taylor Swift, great gowns, beautiful gowns, <laughs> shade. That that was a that whole interview was a masterclass in how to throw shade. Nicki Minaj, Nicki Minaj. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm gonna have to pass on that one. He said, Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj. That is jokes. I said, no, please, what? You know, but I use um, great gowns, beautiful gowns, beautiful gowns all the time, all the time. Ooh. Great girls, Oh my gosh. I wish I could be more serious and pick like a real like moment in my history, but we could, but that's just that what we all we all know the beautiful moments. Right, right. right. The kumbayas and all the history. Yes, we know all that. But the the funny moments is really what define us. And they matter as well too. Like the exactly I feel like because they really they stick with me. No. Ooh, because yeah, you need sometimes you, you just need a good laugh. Yeah, everything that has ever turned into a meme is is wonderful. My favorite yeah, one more. from like what was that like 2015, 2014 was when Ti got in that fight with Floyd Mayweather, and he was like, "What they say? I got two black eyes." But ain't it though? <laughs> Yo, that was the funniest thing that they ever could have made into a song. Uh, where they at, though? <laughs> where they at, though? Where they at, though? Like, what yeah, is fucking hard to dance to? Yes. Ooh. You know what just came to my mind? Mm. I got beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes. Mm-hmm. That is peak black. <laughs> and the fact that that is now like our Thanksgiving anthem is. Yes. Too it's too it much. It defined a cult. Thank you, Shirley Caesar. It's too <laughs> much, and I can't take it. <laughs> Look, the ham, ram, dog, hog, chicken, chicken. You I got a ram, hog, and dog. That is from a- <laughs> no, she was saying any damn thing when you listen to that sermon. Ram, ram, hog, It's from the Bible. It's basically saying like. God will bless you abundantly, like with crops, yes, like that, yes. like in yes. crops. And we like, ooh, Thanksgiving food. Yeah, because she was going no, nah, because she did not have to list all the things like that. Tomatoes, ham, ham, the the girl. All right, we get we get it. You name it. You name it. Jesus got mm. it. There you go. It was too much. Oh my gosh! What else? What is another another wonderful moment? Um, when Beyonce first came out, um, with Formation. Yes. 
you the can Super Bowl performance. You cannot tell niggas that. You cannot tell niggas nothing. You cannot tell us not a thing. Yes. That shit was so good. Every time somebody be like, I didn't care for that album. I'm like, it wasn't for it wasn't you. For you. Yes. You didn't care <laughs> for it because you weren't supposed <clears throat> to participate. Also, so, let's just. You wasn't getting information. Damn it. Let's remember the queen her, of memes herself, Nene Leaks. You know. Now, how did I get in it? You see how I went in with those so I didn't even do nothing? A white refrigerator. (laughs) (laughs) And you know, that was really an impactful moment in history because now when I'm house or apartment shopping, I be like, uh, a white white refrigerator. (laughs) No shade to anybody if you got a white refrigerator. That is, that is, that's all chicken control. I know a lot of people with a white refrigerator, and, and sometimes the black and gray refrigerators be dusty. But if I have the option now, I absolutely will for right. a white refrigerator. That is too funny. I also love Mimi's. I said what I said. Also, yes. I love ooh the ghetto. Yeah, <laughs> yes, that's my favorite one. <laughs> Uh, oh gosh. I was in tears almost. Tears almost. I was shocked. <laughs> and I said, Ooh, a white refrigerator. Well, Let me get you out of here. Mine is, it's getting weird. <laughs> Yo. Bring Mimi back to the TV. Please. She's not, she's not gonna come back to Housewives, unfortunately. I don't even need her back with Housewives. Give her her own. Right, give her her something off or something. Somebody give it to her. TLC. Yes, something. anybody yes. give it to her. Funny. Right. All right. Well, on that lovely black ass note, we will call this episode a wrap. Thank you guys so much for streaming Black Girl on Table. As always, if you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to share it and subscribe so you don't miss any updates. Be sure to follow us on socials, and we will catch you guys next time. See ya.